Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very, very exciting episode of Talkin' Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. And I'm Kelly. And it was E3. It sure was. At the time of this recording, we have just finished the Nintendo conference, so we have watched all of the major conferences, and we have so much to cover, so why don't we just hop right in? We're going to have a nice two-parter probably here. It's going to be a lot to talk about, a lot to talk about, so expect this to come out not once, but, but twice. Double the fun. Double the fun. Double the us. Double the fun. I don't, I don't even know why you wouldn't listen. This is... <laughs> already top quality content. Do you want to hop right into it, Kelly? Yes, I do. So before we get into like the heavy, heavy conferences, there were just a few things here and there. Um, uh, the first thing that we want to talk about is the game Doki Doki Literature Club. This is Doki Doki Literature Club Plus is coming June 30th to the Switch and PlayStation. So both uh, consoles. Um, it was originally a PC game. So it's going to include new content. It's like a special it's like a special edition of the game and it's getting a special physical edition. Yeah. Which is I have it's interesting. A big I don't want to say too much because Doki Doki Literature Club is a very interesting game. Yeah. And there's a there's just discussing I mean, it is like spoiler territory in a lot of ways. Right. Right. But some of the story beats felt pretty exclusive to um, like PC gamers. Yes. Yeah, so games. I will say that this version of the game adds a a fake desktop as though you are playing on a computer when you start the game. So without spoiling... I'm sure that does answer any questions you might have about how they will do some parts. I see. Okay. That's what I was most curious about because I I had seen the game when it first came out, you know, way back in the day, like 2018, I think. Well, yeah. not when it first came out, but maybe when it first became popular. Yeah. Um, and I thought I, I would never think that it would come to consoles. So we'll, we'll kind of see how that goes and what the new content is yeah i'm also excited it's getting a physical edition which is so that the digital edition is 15 dollars, which is you know a steal for a game like this and then the digital or physical edition is 30 dollars, which comes with some little standees of the main characters and a couple other little bonus things for 30 dollars, i think that's really worth it i actually did order it on playstation 5 already i'll never nice. put it in my console because I'm scared what it might do to it, but <gasps> <laughs> I will have it on my shelf. So that's something. <laughs> uh, speaking of PlayStation, uh, there was some news from the creators of Godfall, which is a little known game, not because it's independent, but because it was bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we don't cut any corners here. We are very blunt, but uh, it was a PlayStation 5 exclusive multiplayer combat looter shooter game with lots of microtransactions and but it's still full priced it's it, there's a lot to talk about with this game but they announced that it is now coming to ps4 which is super disingenuous in my opinion because that that game's whole thing was yeah this is a big deal because this game can only work on ps5 that is why it is exclusive to the playstation 5 buy our game buy our game please buy our game and now they're like thank you for buying our game we lied it's coming to last gen so, oh, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I don't get it. I, I did not think that gaming companies that were like only doing next gen launches would ever go back. But yeah. I guess we're in interesting times right now. So it's a little concerning, but I hopefully if a game says it's only next gen, this is one of the only ones that rolls back on that and and releases later on last gen super peculiar it is very peculiar but you know what else is peculiar uh zombies werewolves what what, what? well vampires well no tall women tall women i mean yes those are peculiar well I, if you go to a <laughs> like a wnba game it probably wouldn't be that peculiar to see to be seeing tall women 
But I will say what is peculiar is that Resident Evil Village DLC was confirmed, but we don't know anything yet. Other than that. Yet. That's peculiar. I would like to know. I would like to see it. Because you know, you know these companies make DLC that's meant to come out like day one. And I have not seen it, so. I just thought it was funny that Capcom had a conference, which we're not going to talk about because that is the only news from it. And and again, that being the only news, it was announced in a, in a text blurb. <laughs> and I'm like, y'all, just... We know there's DLC. Of course there's DLC. So it was it was a bad conference, but it was not great. Hey, at least at least it's confirmed. I feel like they could have just sent an email out. <laughs> a press release. Well, it costs a lot of money to host an E3 conference. You have to pay the ESA like a boatload of money. And they just said nothing. They said nothing. They were like, hey, you know that that Monster Hunter game that's already out and the one that's coming out in a week? Here's the tiny bit of footage. And that was it. Yeah. And then they were like, you know what esports is? And everybody's like, yeah. And they're like, oh, well, we paid these guys to talk about it for five minutes. So we're still going to play the segment. <laughs> they were like, are you sure you know what it is? Because we can tell you. <laughs> what if we tried to show you anyway? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then the last little miscellaneous news we got before we get into the big conferences is that during a smaller showcase, we were shown Rune Factory 5 for Switch, which uh, we've known about for a while, but it's only been out in Japan, and it's finally getting its English version with a new trailer, and it's coming early 2022. Uh, this is by the Harvest Moon people. This is what they do now these days. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's like a melding of like dungeon crawly kind of stuff and, and Harvest Moon mechanics. Uh, it's very, very esteemed. People really loved the fourth one. So... I think it's fair to say that this will be well-received. Yeah, I like Rune Factory. I think it's fun. But, you know, I'm a Harvest Moon fan. I'm a Stardew fan, so I like farming simulators. And I like farming simulators that have a little bit of spice in them, you know? And Rune Factory has got a little bit of spice, so. Yeah, maybe like a three-headed dog dragon. Maybe maybe some swords. Maybe. Maybe a goblin. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe a goblin or two. I'm not watching the trailer right now and just listing what I'm looking at. That'd be ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Kelly. Andrew. This E3, I expected very little. COVID's still happening. I figured developers were really far behind. And I, I, although we talked about a lot of fun hopes last week, I think we were both going in with very tempered expectations. Would you agree? I would, yes. Which... I would agree. Oh, boy made it a much more interesting conference. I think we should hop right in with Xbox. That's probably going to be the remainder of this first part because, holy macaroni, was that a lot of news. Holy cannoli. Holy cannoli. And before we begin on this, just as a a disclaimer, because we're not going to say it at the end of every single game, all of the new games that they announced are coming to Game Pass on release day. I think this was the best Game Pass commercial I've ever seen. And it's a a lot of value. Yeah, especially right now. We're not sponsored by Microsoft, but right now you can go get three months of Game Pass for PC and Xbox for a dollar. I'm not sponsored by Microsoft, but I do. I did get the Pfizer vaccine. So Microsoft (laughs) products are very appealing to me. Yes. Um, You know. (laughs) <laughs> Kelly um, has a stack of Xboxes in her house. I t- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank uh, you. How about, Xbox. how about we hop right into it, Kelly? Get into the, the, the heavy hitting news. Yes, let's hop into it. So like right at the jump at the beginning of the conference, they announced, you know, they're like, oh, we're working on Starfield. Surprise. And, you know, we kind of all knew that, and I think we were expecting this, but there was an in-engine cinematic teaser. Um, It's a new engine. That was the The biggest news for me. (laughs) Right. Very surprising from from them. Um, But the game is going to be out 
November 11th, which was the same release date as Skyrim, which is the first thing I thought about, except Skyrim was 11-11-11. This is 11-11-22. So not quite as fun, but you know. It's kind of fun. It's still like 1 plus 1 and 1 plus 1 is 22. (laughs) (laughs) 4, 1 plus 1 plus 1 plus 1 equals 22. Right. Or I could have just said 11 plus 11. But anyway... Um, it'll be out on Series X and PC. I was feeling, mm, I feel a little bit, mm, I don't know. I also read an article after the fact where Todd Howard was like, and I don't trust anything that man says, but he was <laughs> like, oh, it's going to have some really intense RPG elements, you know, choosing your background and stuff like that. And you know what? I've been burned before. Okay, I played Cyberpunk on release. I was promised really intense RPG elements. I did not receive that. So we'll see. I don't like I said, I don't trust anything that comes out of Todd Howard's mouth. He's done me dirty so many times. It's like almost funny at this point. But um, I don't know. What did you think of this little teaser, Andrew? Um, I was disappointed that Todd Howard introduced it only because my biggest hope with this conference was no Todd Howard. <laughs> That's only a little bit of joke. <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, I was glad he spoke very briefly and not the whole conference. He only had one tiny stand up. But uh, the game looks... So I have to put an asterisk on this. But it looks good. But it's also... Yes, it's in engine. But that's not. that's not saying much, you know? So I don't know. It's I'm going to go in it with with uh, cautious optimism because I really, really want a really cool open world space RPG. Bethesda's Softworks is, has been a little hit or miss. And by that, I mean miss the past few years. So I'm going into it aware that it might be very similar quality to what we've gotten recently. But but at the same time, you know, new engine. Microsoft money, uh, a reasonable release date, because there's still a whole year and a half before it comes out. It, it could be great. Could be. Could be. Well, we'll have to wait and see. I have high hopes. Do you have high I, hopes at least? Or are you have, just... No, I have tempered expectations. I have a really hard time because like, I love, I love RPGs. It's my favorite genre of games. So I have a really hard time trusting, especially like... Like you said, these past few years have been kind of miss for Bethesda. Yeah. Um, Fallout 4 to me was fun. It wasn't really an RPG. I mean, you can make your own character and you could customize them to an extent, but it's pretty, uh, I don't know. So I have a hard time being like faithful when a game says that it's an RPG, that it's actually going to be an RPG. And Cy- you know, I was burned by Cyberpunk too. But... Yeah. I still had fun with those games, you know what I mean? But it's just, it's hard to be trusting yeah so next thing they announced was stalker 2 um i have very little familiarity with the stalker series it has been uh over a decade since there's been a new entry the last one was in 2009 um but the same studio that made the originals is coming back it's like a post-apocalypse kind of fantasy chernobyl based game uh first person shooter it looks really tense and interesting and the plot looks really uh you know somber and unpleasant um i think if it comes out good i'm very interested the fact that it's on game pass makes it very easy to be interested you know because i could just give it a try without too many stakes involved but i do like how committed they are to the russian theming and stuff and they're not just you know changing everything to be americanized it looks very (laughs) somber that's the word i would use for it more than anything yeah, I would agree. I thought the and you know, I thought the environments looked really, really nice. Yeah, it's very realistic and and mm-hmm. and grubby. Yeah, grubby is a good word for it. Real grubby. Yeah. But you know, we'll see. I don't have an Xbox. I will have a PC by then. So by so, you'll basically have an Xbox soon. So maybe, but we'll see. You're right. We'll see how it releases. Um, a, another grubby. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what a rude way to introduce any game. 
another game that was announced um, was called is called Contraband. It's a big open world co-op game um, by the same people that made Just Cause. And it is going to be on the Series X and PC. And I, I don't remember this. I might have tuned out during the presentation. <laughs> I just don't remember this. It was a cinematic trailer. There was very little content. It was more so just them. Like the fact that it was co-op and open world was like on post-its in the cinematic. So it's not like they showed it off. Right. I think what surprised me more is just that it's Series X. Like we had huge talks last week about about next gen exclusivity and how a lot of games are skimping and, and sticking to last gen, you know, for the sake of fear of losing sales. But like already in this conference, they showed Starfield, Stalker 2, and now Contraband, which didn't have gameplay, but still. And all three of those games are only coming to next gen and PC. But that's a really, you know, that's a strong move to be making. Like Microsoft's clearly putting their stock in Series X, which I really hope PlayStation's follow suit. Yeah. Plus a lot of these games, you know, not a whole lot of them had uh twenty twenty one release dates. So yeah. I thought that was very telling too. You know, they're kind of expecting to I don't want to say phase out, but they're kind of expecting to really dig their heels in with uh the Series X starting next year. Yeah, which is feels, good, I think. It feels almost like this year's kinda of like a, a breather year. And based mm -hmm. on this conference, it really looks like Microsoft's going to throw everything they got at us starting next year. Mm -hmm. But things that they're throwing out this year, maybe we could talk a little bit about. Uh, maybe a bump, bump, ba da dum, bump, ba da dum, bump, ba da dum. You're going to get us copywritten. We're going to get struck down by the lords at Disney. By Mr. Depp himself. By Mr. Depp and Mr. Hans Zimmer, they're going to say you're not allowed to perform our music. Yeah. Speak so what we're speaking about, because this is the most ridiculous segment, if you don't know, uh, Jack Sparrow, as well as some other Pirates of the Caribbean content, is coming to Xbox's Sea of Thieves in an expansion called A Pirate's Life. It's out for free one week from the day of this recording, June 15th. So that's June 22nd. Um, I have no experience with Sea of Thieves. I've heard it's it's very No Man's Sky-esque in that it kind of came out a little underwhelming. And then they, they provided a lot of support post-launch. And now fans of the game are very much in love with it. So getting new content seems kind of like a given. Um, I am, and I don't like to admit this, a Pirates of the Caribbean fan. So I will say that the trailer made me a little giddy. I'm not going to go grab Sea of Thieves because I don't really have time for that right now. But the fact that Jack Sparrow and and Davy Jones with his, you know, tentacly face, uh -huh. the fact that those are both in it, I'm, I'm quite interested in seeing it at the very least, even if I don't go out of my way to play it. I know. I was very excited because I heard the voiceover and it was it. I was like, this sounds like the um, the woman from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. She's like a, a witch, I think. A She's sea witch. Crabs. She's a bunch yeah, of crabs, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. She is. <laughs> and um sorry, just confirming that you have Pirates of the Caribbean knowledge. <laughs> and, no, that's just it's just too funny not to remember that she's a right. bunch of crabs. Right. And I was like, that sounds like the lady. And then I was like, it'd be crazy if they did like a Pirates of the Caribbean thing. And then I saw Jack Sparrow. And I was like, oh wow. That must have, I mean, you know, they saw the opportunity and I was like, it would be really cool if they included Davy Jones because he's like the best part with tentacle his tentacle face. face. And there he was. He popped up not a second later. So very exciting. I probably won't. I mean, I don't really play Sea of Thieves, but you're right. It is something to be like, hmm, something to look out for. Yeah, I mean, good on them for supporting the game so handily. I'm assuming the fans of the game are excited to see something so recognizable in their in their expansion. Yeah, like a big Disney property, too. That's yeah. pretty cool. And the, and whoever was imitating Johnny Depp in that trailer did a pretty darn good job. It sounded very similar. I agree. There are a lot of really good Johnny Depp, or I should say Jack Sparrow impersonators out there. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm assuming it's, a, it's probably the same guy who did it in Kingdom Hearts 3. Because I'm assuming yeah. there's probably like disney's video game jack sparrow where like they're like ah 
we're not going to pay Johnny Depp $14 billion to record <laughs> seven lines for this game. Right. Um, so another very exciting uh, multiplayer game that they uh, didn't announce, but they showed was Battlefield 2042. Otherwise <laughs> not known 2022. As 20, <laughs> otherwise known as 2024, according to Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. Right. Um, and it was like um, it was like an in-game uh, alpha-like uh, footage, and they had 128 people in there. Yeah. It was so cool. And I'm not like a big Battlefield person. You know, I wasn't like, woo, Battlefield. I'm so excited, especially after that dumb stuff. How they were like, it's not political. It's not political. <laughs> um, but it looked really good, and it's coming out October 22nd. which yes, pretty soon. That is really soon. So I don't know. I thought it looked really cool. I loved I loved the part when they were in the elevator and it was like all quiet and the elevator music was on and they were like changing the attachment to their weapons. And I loved it was just really cool because it was like, you know, it was people. It was just people playing the game. So, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming even though it says pre alpha that this is basically what it will look like come launch. I think it looks really tremendous I, I think there's an argument to be had about the pricing of the game because it's full price meaning 60 on last gen and 70 on next gen and it's just multiplayer and Oof. no battle royale so it's just the 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 classic uh whatever you want to call it deathmatch there's probably other modes but there's no battle royale and there's no campaign and I'm thinking it's very, very safe to assume they'll have like a, a monthly or season battle pass where they'll charge people like 10 or $15 per battle pass. So I, I disagree with the monetization of the game, which is a shame because if the game was free with like in-game viable content, they'd probably still make bank and I would definitely play it that way. But I don't yeah. know. There's there's squirrel suits. You can fly around a, a big tornado in a squirrel suit. I also thought that there there's not that many maps, which I hope means that the maps are like, obviously they look this way, but I hope that means the maps are very, very dynamic. Yeah. And I mean, they look like the one is just a full city. Right. And it looks like a small open world, honestly. So. Right. I don't know. This could be a really special game as far as multiplayer games go. I think it's beautiful. People... <laughs> it was really nice to look at. I, I was. Yeah. Usually. I'm so used to when like these multiplayer games like this pop up that I'm I'm used to being like, all right, water grabbing time or, or time to go take a quick bathroom break. But with this, I was honestly like very engaged. It was beautiful and looked like very action packed, but not in, like a Michael Bay cheap way and like a legitimate <laughs> fun to play in and watch way. So I don't know. I'll probably grab this one down the line when it is not $70 because that's an obscene price when there's so many fun free multiplayer games. So I'll, I'll wait it out and see when when it hits when it hits a lower price. I will definitely check this one out. Mhm. And it's out pretty soon, so. Yeah. That's a theme for today. Xbox might not have been the most prompt a lot of 2022 stuff, but but the rest of the show. Wow. 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 So uh Next, they showed a little bit of a game called Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, this is the seventh or eighth, depending on your definitions, uh, entry in the Yakuza franchise. Earlier this year and some of last year, they added Yakuza 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6, all to Game Pass. And then um, in November, Yakuza Like a Dragon came out. It was pseudo Xbox exclusive. And by that, I mean it came out on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. But the next-gen version was only on Series X. You could not get a PS5 version until a couple months ago. Um, so it was very clear that Sega and and Microsoft were buddy-buddy on the Yakuza series. So it's very cool to see that this new entry is joining Game Pass so soon after launch, too. It was only seven months ago, so this game is very recent. And that means mm. that now you can play through the entire Yakuza series all on Game Pass. Wow. Yeah. Money's it's, worth. Yeah. I mean, that's just a theme with this whole conference is Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. 
Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. It's I'm very, very happy I have an Xbox now. <laughs> the show was good, <laughs> I... but it was very much held up by the fact that I have Game Pass. Right. So, um, another little trailer that we saw briefly, and we've seen it before. It's not... I feel like, like we've seen this too many times, honestly. It was, it was definitely... Revealed last year, I think. Yeah, and we keep um, seeing, like, tiny non-trailers. This feels like the first time we've legitimately seen this game. Right, and I don't know if we knew who was going to be in it. I don't think so. Um, but the game 12 Minutes, which is a little, like, single-room looping narrative, um, it, it kind of looks like an indie game. I don't really think it, it's considered one, but it looks like it would be one because it's it looks a little bit, like, cerebral and a little bit... It's Annapurna who makes indie games, but they, they really, they fund the developers. So they're indie games, but they, they still have a decent budget. Right. Quote, indie, unquote, games. Yes. Um, but the game stars James McAvoy, I'm assuming as the main character, Daisy Ridley, and Willem Dafoe, who I feel like Willem Dafoe is just, he's really in a point in his career where he's just like, yeah, whatever. I'll do it. <laughs> F it. I'll do it. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's coming out on August 19th of this year, which is, you know, like barely two months, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's a little crazy. more than two months. But that's two. I'd say that's two months enough. and some change. Yeah. And it's coming out on Xbox One, which I, I mean, I don't think this game is going to be very um, <laughs> technically demanding, technically demanding. So Xbox One Series X and it's also coming out on PC. So the trailer looks interesting, but you're right. I feel like we have seen it. A billion times. I believe this is the first time we've gotten a release date. I believe this game's been delayed a handful of times due to some iffy management. So the fact that they're finally like, all right, it's out very soon means that, you know, it's exciting. It's on Game Pass, so I will definitely be checking it out. And I really like the cast. I, and I mean, it only takes 12 minutes to beat. So Yeah, 12 minutes <laughs> once and you're done. Yeah, I like that. It's also like a top-down game. Which is really interesting. It's an interesting way to approach, you know, a narrative game like this is like a top-down cinematic style. Something that right. hasn't really been done, so. Right. Uh, speaking of things that haven't been done, perhaps in 19 years, Psychonauts 2 was shown off. Sequel to the 19-year-old game Psychonauts. Um, we've seen this game a few times. We got a really nice-looking new trailer. It looks really cool. Um, very polished and they finally announced a release date, and it follows the theme of Extremely Soon, because it is out August 25th, which is, again, two months away, basically. I'm excited for this one. It looks even better than it has in the past trailer, so they're definitely putting a lot of polish on this thing. Yeah, I know. It looked very cute. I feel like, I don't know if cute's the right word. It looked it's, fun. It's it's stylish, for sure. Right. It's quirky. <laughs> <laughs> and and I know I said I wouldn't repeat this for every game, but it's on Game Pass. So, like, it's just one of these things, like, every single one of these games I end up feeling excited for because I don't have to pay $60 just to try it, you know? Do you feel like they're going to up the price of Game Pass? I am i don't know, because, like, the subscription numbers just keep going up substantially, so they're clearly not, like, they're making money, you know? Right. It just and, feels like there's so much... That's like yeah. Game Pass day one. See you there. I mean, I'm curious because like it's it's all this stuff is like temporary technically. Like they buy like year long licenses generally, and because a lot of the if it's an Xbox Studios game, which Psychonauts Two is, this will be on Xbox or Game Pass forever probably. Um, mm -hmm. But like all those other games, they're paying for a year of it, which like. I mean, they bought Bethesda earlier. It's earlier this year. Like they have the money. And if it brings in new subscribers, you know, it'll pay for itself pretty quickly. And it gets people buying Xboxes, which honestly is probably what they want more than anything. Yeah. Um, and they also were like, we're just going to throw 10 more Bethesda games up on Game Pass for you. Um, which are, I can't see that one. I've never heard of this one. <laughs> Can we hang on one moment as we go whoop? and make this slightly easier to read. We have a nice graphic that Nintendo... Nintendo? I can't even speak. Arcs Fatalis? Is that what it's called? Oh, that's where we're confused. Yeah. I'm 
going to be honest. What did you I've, think I was confused about? I don't know. All these other games have very recognizable logos. And I was like, wow, Kelly just not knowing. She can't even read. And then I'm like, wait, no. no, she can read. This is just a really tiny, tiny text. It is very small. I've never heard of this, which is funny because it's next to a thing that says iconic Bethesda games. And I've never heard of it. <laughs> right. It must be a little bit older. Yeah. Um. So that one, it's got Dishonored, Death of the Outsider, which I think is like an expansion. I don't think it's quite a DLC. I think it's kind of a... I think it's like a Uncharted hefty... Lost Legacy kind of thing where they use the yeah. engine from 2 to make a new smaller game. Yeah. And then it's got Doom, uh, The Evil Within 2, which is a very... Um, I think it's a very fun horror game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to trying that one. Uh, Rage, classic, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. I've never played that one. I uh, like Fallout. It, so. Fallout, I, I can't tell which one that is. I think it's Brother... Well, No, it's Fallout, maybe... Fallout 1, 2, and Tactics, the old Whoa, classic one... PC games. Yes, 1, 2, and Tactics, which are all the very... They're like the isometric, like... Um, they're not like Fallout 3 and New Vegas and 4. They're old. No, and then old Fallout 3 is is coming to Game Pass, which I Fallout 3 is a great game. So I'm looking forward exciting. to it because I, I would love to. I've been wanting to replay Fallout 3, probably not even entirely, just like try it out again. But I really don't want to try to get my PS3 up and running for it. So being able to play it, it on Xbox One X will be way nicer. And you know what's sad about Fallout 3 as well is that it it's not really optimized for PS3 anymore. It's it's really bad on PC, like on Windows 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Xbox, you know, I have my old Xbox 360 and I, I'll play Fallout 3 on there because it's just so bad on PC. There's like a patch that you, not a patch, it's like a mod that you can download to make the game run better. That's how, and it's like the most popular mod so that's how bad it runs on windows 10 but um speaking of bethesda doing kind of crappy things um they went ahead and uh, gave us a nice reminder during this conference uh one <laughs> reminding us of how quickly time is fleeting and how old we are getting um and also two at how long it's been between entries in this franchise um Bethesda reminded us that Skyrim is now 10 years old as of November 11th. (sighs) Also, (laughs) somebody said to me the other day, it has been as much time between Skyrim and now as it was between Elder Scrolls 3 and Skyrim. So in that time, we got three separate Elder Scrolls and now we have one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like to complain about long development cycles usually because, you know, games take as long as they take. But like the amount of times that Bethesda is like, hey, hey, Skyrim, have you heard of it? And I'm like, no, I've never heard of Skyrim, one of the most prolific games of the past decade that you've sold in 23 different formats. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, that was kind of like, I don't know. I was kind of like, what was the point? You know, like, I understand we want to be like, oh, that's our game. It's been out for 10 years. But it's also like, yeah, it's been out for 10 years. <laughs> Why are you talking about it? was like a decent. I mean, it wasn't a long segment, but anything more than 30 seconds. It's like, you know, it's a segment. Right. So, right. But. Um, And, you know, speaking of things that are drawn out for way too long <laughs> to be. Uh, There was a Fallout 76 trailer for some new story content uh, for the Brotherhood of Steel, the Uh least exciting faction in Uh any Fallout game. Um, It's coming out July 7th, which was, you know, that's nice for the 10 people that are playing. I'm just kidding. The the 76 people. People play Fallout 76. I'm being a hater, but uh, it's out July 7th, which is nice because that's kind of soon. And then they like teased it right after this trailer and everybody was like oh my god is something getting remastered like everybody's hearts were kind of still it's really what it felt like but it was just a fall another fallout 76 story content trailer for the pit which is funny because we've already been to the pit in fallout lore it's a whole dlc in fallout 3 and you know what it's not really a fun dlc the story is interesting, but the it's ter- it's it's not easy. <laughs> it's like broken. It was so difficult for me to play that back on the PS3. 
I know. So I'm falling like, through the floor constantly. I don't want to go back. The floors right. aren't solid. Right. Right. So, <laughs> you know, we'll see how that goes. I think it'd be cool to see it sort of reimagined in the 76 slash four engine, but uh, not enough to like actually play Fallout 76. I'm sorry. I'm with you on that. Um, sorry. Last bit of Bethesda news for the show. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online is getting optimized for Series X. This is nothing surprising, but still pleasant. Elder Scrolls Online is definitely one of the best uh, Bethesda communities that exist. And I know they're not the core developers, but, you know, it's a Bethesda property and it has a very happy community. It's ironic that it came right after 76, which is a very uh, starved community. (laughs) So good on them for optimizing it, I guess. I was a little, I'm going to be honest, I just assumed it already was, so a little strange but what are you gonna do yeah well i think told most um elder scrolls online players play on pc yeah so maybe they were just a little slow to optimization but perhaps yeah yes but something that was not bethesda related i don't know why i said it like <laughs> bethesda <laughs> you're so excited about it too i know i'm just glad to be moving on from that um <laughs> no offense to bethesda a little offense guys, they deserve the offense kind of hate you guys uh the uh combat game party animals is coming to xbox in 2022 yes um yes i <laughs> what was the game was it always it's like a sequel right because party animals was like another game from earlier wasn't it it came out last year as a as an early access game around the time of Fall Guys kind of wrote off that, but it's actually coming out f- fully next year. Okay. It looks I remember... so, f- so fluffy. Yeah, it looks very cute and fun. And uh, it would be a fun game to play with friends, I think. Yeah, it's definitely one of those games I'll get over very quickly, but uh, again, this is where the Game Pass stuff comes in. I, it'll be fine, you know? I With Game Pass, I play games as long as I want, and if I want to quit it soon... That's fine. Right. But just like, oh my goodness. It's just, if you've not seen this game, I don't even care to describe it. I just want you to go watch it. It is just physics-based comedy, a lot of ragdolly animals that are fluffy or scaly, and they're just bopping their heads into each other. It's great stuff. Please go watch the trailer. It's very cute. Uh, Some other news that came was that Hades, the very very critically acclaimed game is coming to xbox and then it was announced but not in this show that it's also coming to playstation that's coming out august 13th it's also getting a physical release which is very nice um it's also coming to game pass which actually surprised me you know this is a huge huge independent game so i didn't expect it to come to game pass if it's also coming to playstation but i think this is a huge win for everybody who has Xboxes and Playstations who hasn't been able to play this game yet. Yes. Very exciting. I still have to play it. It's <laughs> remarkable. Highly. I know. I, I've had it on my Switch for like five months now and I haven't played it, so I'm sorry. I'll get there. Are you sorry to me or to Supergiant? To everyone. And I'm sorry that I have played Mass Effect like almost two times now before having played Hades. Hey, Um, it's what you have to do. (laughs) It's your brand. Right. (laughs) So the big news. um, So they talked about Halo Infinite. They sure did. They showed a little trailer, like a little teaser for the campaign. Uh, Not really sure. I don't know. Um, And then they uh, showed a big long trailer for the multiplayer, which looked a lot like a lot of fun. Uh Uh, There were a lot of like graphical upgrades from the last time we had seen it, um, which was good. But they showed gameplay from multiplayer. They did not show gameplay from the campaign. Yeah. They were also very vague. They were like, "Uh, yeah, it's launching this holiday. So, a little alarming. November is soon. (laughs) It's feeling like they don't really 
want to show off the campaign for whatever reason and that they're really in the way that they're releasing it separately from multiplayer and that the multiplayer is free which i don't know if we said that but the, but the fact that it's free really feels like they're i don't know it's, not it's an apology little, but it's a little it's, it's it's weird it's a little concerning especially the very vague launching this holiday <laughs> So, you know, we'll see what happens. I feel like a lot of Halo fans are just sort of like, they're over the story. I mean, the story's done. It's been done. So I mean, why are a, we... There's a new Cortana-looking lady. Right. So why are we returning to all the same characters? And even the same plot lines. I feel like there was a whole plot line in maybe three, maybe four, where you like have to save Cortana. So... What's going on? I guess we'll know by this holiday, according to them. Which holiday? Maybe they meant like Easter, you know, <laughs> next year. <Or> next, <laughs> yeah, next Easter. Maybe they meant like Valentine's Day. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Even that's not that far. I feel like they're probably talking about like 4th of July 2022. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll see how that goes for them. Um. Moving on, we have some much more exciting news, in my opinion, I guess. Um, a game called Somerville, S-O-M-E-R-ville, was shown off. It is a uh, side-scroll, well, it looks like it has some 3D motion, but it's a very linear, story-based game, very stylized graphics, some weird sci-fi elements, definitely narrative-heavy. It is by some prior Playdead devs who made Inside and Limbo. I am thrilled for this one um it's not out for a long while it comes out in 2022 so we don't actually know when that is um hopefully not late 22 but hey what are you gonna do i just i just really like how this game looks i'm very excited i trust play dead a lot and i know they're not the developers but you know a lot of their creative leads are moved to, they move to this game and the creativity is what makes those games special. I'm very, very excited for this one. I recommend going check out the trailer. Go and check out the trailer if it sounds at all interesting to you. Yeah, I thought it looked good. I uh, I don't have any uh, you're more excited. I mean, you know, you <laughs> said more than I could. I I uh, it did look good. Um and then another trailer we got was for Plague Tale Requiem, uh, which is the sequel to Plague Tale Innocence, Lost Innocence. I think just Innocence. I think you're innocence, right. Innocence, um, which is, I feel like not a lot of people played that game. I was kind of surprised there was a sequel, but um, it looked it looked very nice. I think it was just a cinematic. I don't think there was any. I think that was. Or anything I think like that was that, in engine. It, it definitely was. It's in a engine. very graphic. That game is very graphically demanding, so it wouldn't surprise me if if the next game does look as good as that trailer. Yeah. It looked good. So I'm, you know, I might have to go back and play the first one and get the story. I, um, I gather that it's not about fun. The plague. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's called Plague Dale and there's a lot of rats. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, speaking of sequels, we also got announced Slime Rancher 2. Um, this is a big old indie game. It's about ranching slime, if you didn't pick up on it. Kelly's mouth <laughs> is so widely open. I love Slime Rancher. They're so cute. <laughs> I was surprised that they had a sequel announced in the show. I was very pleasantly surprised. Uh, it's coming next year, 2022. Something to look forward to. Yes. Another thing to look forward to. I already said my piece about Slime Rancher. They're very cute. <laughs> um, so another thing to look forward to is a snowboarding game called Shredders. Uh, not SSX tricky, mm. but you know, it'll have to do. <laughs> um, and they said, we hope to see you in December <laughs> of this year. So I thought that was kind of funny, a funny way of like announcing your release date. Yeah. Cause you know, I would also hope to see you in December. But <laughs> well, who knows if that's going to happen? You know, the game looked beautiful. And I think it was like, I don't know if I like misconstrued the trailer, but I think it was like actual snowboarders like in the game like commentating on it oh but... okay like their voice acting yeah but okay uh, maybe i misread the trailer perhaps it looked really stunning i'm i'm very excited for for snowboarding 
or for SSX fans, really, because this seems like a, a successor to that in some ways. Yeah. Um, there was another game announced shortly after that called Atomic Heart. This game is a very surreal first-person shooter. I went in with no expectations. You know, this is some random new game. It's very, very graphically nice. I was very shocked at how good it looked. Um, it is really, really freaking trippy. The trailer shocked me a lot of times. It just went directions I was not expecting. Um, this really seems... I, I like the idea of making games like this that are kind of um, not horror, but so peculiar that they're a little freaky just to watch, you know? So I'm I'm very excited for this game. There's no release date, not even a year, sadly. So I'm hoping this is not one of those weird indie projects that takes three or four years. But I guess we'll see. It's coming to Xbox One and Series X. So at yeah, least I feel like won't have to buy a new console for it. Right, and I feel like if it's coming out for Xbox One, it'll probably be out within the next year. I would expect if they if they're putting it on Xbox One, Microsoft probably wouldn't want it shown. If it's not coming in the next year. Mm-hmm. Um, another sort of spooky game that got shown was uh, Replaced, which was like a it's like a pixel art game, but it's it's beautiful. But I the was lighting, shocked. Yeah, it was like I've, I'm actually very excited for this one. I'm just rewatching the trailer now. Yeah. Everything about it is so beautiful. And when I had seen it, it was on the stream. So it was like, you know, seven, not even seven, <laughs> but Two, it's 240p. like 240p. Right. So like watching the 4K trailer now, I'm like, my eyeballs are like really enjoying this, but it's a beat em up game. It's coming out in 2022. Um, so, you know, we'll see how that goes. I this was another one where as soon as it started, I was kind of like, oh, this looks kind of interesting. And then it, and it really opened up halfway through the trailer. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I need to play this game. Yeah. Um, speaking of pixel games, though, we have another 3D pixel art game. Uh, this is an RPG from the Suikoden team. I do not know how to properly pronounce this. Please forgive me. I'm going to guess it's Ayuden. It's spelled E-I-Y-U-D-E-N. Ayuden. Would that be your guess? I would go with Ayuden. Ayuden? Ayuden. It's probably Iuden because it's Suikuden. Yeah. Okay. Iuden. Iuden. That seems right. So uh, I didn't know a lot about this game, but it was kickstarted recently and was very successful. Um, the game is called Iuden Chronicle 100 Heroes. It was actually delayed in this trailer to 2023, uh, but the trailer was, oh my God, I hadn't heard of this game before and I was just blown away at how it looked. Um, and then in this trailer, they also announced a spinoff, which I thought was very funny. So it's Euden Chronicle Rising, and that's coming out 2022. It seems kind of like this is like a hold people off situation while, while this game uh, is in development still. I was just blown away at the graphical style of this game. It was not, I was not expecting something like this in the Microsoft showcase. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of um, Octopath. Yeah, maybe with like this... a, a big bigger budget it almost feels like yeah just sort of like a 2d and 3d blend they also announced age of empires 4 um out this october 28th i'm not really a big fan of like rts like strategy games unless they're nope sorry not a fan of any i can't think <laughs> of any that i really like um it looked pretty cool i think the trailer used like real footage and then they were like surprise uh, the game itself, I don't know if it looked that great, but, you know. It was f fine. I don't it like that they mixed in that stuff, because at first I was insanely impressed with the graphics. And then I was like, oh, your game doesn't look... I mean, it looks good, but it's like not going for realistic styles. I was just very confused at the very sudden change. I also thought maybe they would do a little bit more. Like, when I think of Age of Empires, I think of like games like Civilization, which... Like Civ, the newest version of it is graphically looks very nice. And there's more like widgets and things like that. Whereas Age of Empires, I feel like kind of looks kind of the same as it always has. So not trying to be a hater, but <laughs> I feel like that's like my motto. <laughs> <with> these shows, <laughs> like, Not trying to be a hater, but sometimes it's just like 
this really all you did? Like in all this time that you've been working on this game, it doesn't really change what you've done before. Sort of releasing another version of it. I don't know. It feels strange when a game, when a sequel that doesn't do much is shown off at E3, which is usually like, you know, big showcase for exciting new content. But this is just kind of like, yeah, more of more of same. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of more of the same, but in a good way, depending who you ask, Among Us is now on Game Pass. I really like when my favorite thing about the show is when Kelly claps forgetting that her microphone is very directional to her mouth <laughs> so it sounds like something is happening in the distance i can't even hear the clap right next to the <laughs> microphone you will have to like slam your hands together if you care to be heard i am clapping for among us <laughs> that's all i have to say i miss the simplicity you know i miss those early days where you would just get in a lobby, someone would insult you and call you stupid, <laughs> um, and then you'd like run around and not know what to do, and then you'd get killed, and then you'd have to watch as the person who killed you fooled everybody else in the lobby. Now it's just like this big worldwide thing, and it's like, I miss the days when we could just, like, what, what, maybe like August of last year, when we could all just have a good time playing Among Us. Can you say it one more time? I'm a big fan of the pronunciation you got going here. Uh, among Us. <laughs> You're really... I've never heard that that G pronounced. <laughs> among Us. <laughs> among the Us. All right. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really, I'm done. There's very little to talk about on this story, and we and we really milked that one, and I'm, I'm glad we did. we did. We did. You know who else milked... The audience? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Why did you just <laughs> tell me who, um, and I quote, you directly milked the audience? <laughs> we were made fools of. That's not what that word means. <laughs> I know. I know. I was just trying to make the transition work. Um, they announced Obsidian. Obsidian. Announced Outer Worlds 2. With a very quirky trailer that was like, you wanted this in the game? Psych. You wanted this game? Psych. Um, you know, it was really, it was quite silly. But they were like, we don't really have anything. We don't <laughs> even have a date. So we're just telling you that it's happening. I um, think Obsidian's one of the very few developers where they can have a cinematic with no game content. And I'll be like, oh, it's okay. I trust that you'll pull this off. Yeah. I enjoyed the the first Outer Worlds game, so yeah, and I hey, will come into Game Pass, so right. free of charge. That's that's true. Um, speaking of quirky, the next thing is so regular that there's no way to make this work. <laughs> Microsoft Flight Simulator is coming out on Series X on July twenty seventh. And they announced that in the fall expansion, they're going to add fighter jets. Um, so for those who don't know, because this does just sound like we're talking about an insanely niche thing. Um, Flight Simulator is actually a pretty well-esteemed video game. Um, based solely on the fact that they have pulled a lot of graphical tricks to make this game look insanely beautiful. Um, I'm very happy it's only coming to Series X because this game seems pointless on Wii hardware. Um, I love watching this game. <laughs> I just like watching footage because it's real pretty, you know? Um, but there's not much to say. I'm excited for fans of the game who haven't been able to play it yet because they don't have a PC. So good on them. July 27th. Yes. I've had a lot of dreams lately of being inside airplanes because I have a phobia of flying. Uh. Um, so I have dream. Well, I should say nightmares. So I feel like maybe this game might help me a little bit because it's so beautiful. It might help me a little bit um, get over my fear. Or or it will trigger your fear and you'll be shaking the entire time you play. Right. Or I'll like want to go up to the cockpit and be like, you know what? I think I can do this. <laughs> I'm really good at flight simulator. So why don't you just let me take over for you, buddy? Go to the bathroom, have a drink. I'll be up here flying the plane. Yeah, that's a good idea. 
Eh, maybe not. But you I, know what? What I can do is drive a car. Yeah. Coincidentally, Good. there was a Forza Horizon <laughs> trailer. Um, Forza Horizon 5. Uh, I'm not super familiar with the Forza games, so I didn't even know there were like four more than ones. <laughs> four. Yeah, I didn't know there were more than two. Um, but it was a really beautiful trailer. It was like a whole showcase. It wasn't really a trailer. It was like a it was like a segment. Yeah. Uh, they decided to end the show. Well, not end it, but they decided to like cap off the show with like a 15 minute. Who wants to talk about Forza? I, that was the weirdest thing, thing to me. It was beautiful, just beautiful. But also, the the biggest positive of this show, in my opinion, was the fact that they were just like, you know, that was me snapping. They were just flying through stuff, like hardly more than three minutes on anything. Even Halo was like a quick segment. And, you know, that was a huge yeah. thing. Like even Starfield, the biggest announcement of the show, arguably, was only like a two minute segment. And then Forza was like, Okay, but we're gonna spend fifteen minutes on this thing. And I Yeah, I, I didn't super mind because of how beautiful it was, but also it just felt so out of place. Yeah, they also kind of did that thing where they're like, Look, you can play with your friends in co op mode and it's like people who are scripted like pretending to be like on oh, your right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like very acted and Right. Yeah, that, like, that's kind should... of a that's kind of not false advertising, but like it definitely I don't agree with that practice a ton because it makes games look like unrealistic and how easy it is to communicate. It's also like we all know that it's fake. So just let's just drop it. Yeah. Why don't I have someone yell at me because I'm not flanking? Okay. Like swearing at me and yelling at me. Yeah. That's... Not one comment has been made about your mother yet. So. Right. So it's not very realistic. <laughs> unlike the in, unlike the game itself, which is beautiful. Oh my god, I was. I'm not going to play this game. I'm not big into racing games. And I also don't have a Series X. Um, oh, this is another one that's coming exclusively to Series X. I guess I should say that. But um, they showed a couple shots that were just like they were sitting still with the camera. And they were like, this is not a photograph. And I was like, normally I'm like, ah, shut up. But with this, I'm like, oh, that looks like a photograph. Like that looks like you went into nature and, you know, snap, snap, took a picture. Let's put it in the Microsoft conference. Nope. It's Forza. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely graphically one of the most realistic games I've seen in my life. So hats off. Hats off to them. Mm -hmm. Do drivers wear hats? Like professional um, yeah. drivers? Okay. They do, yeah. Or they wear helmets. Helmets off to Forza. Mine is off. All right. Yes, I'll be taking mine off on November 9th when this game comes out. <laughs> uh, the last announcement of the show feels like we just started talking about the show. That's how fast paced and fun it was. But but we alas used this whole first part as we predicted to talk about it. The last game announced for this show was from Arcane Studios. So, you know, one of Bethesda's studios. It is called Redfall. It is a multiplayer vampire game. And by that, I mean you are killing vampires. Um, it was purely a cinematic. It's coming out summer of 2022. Um, it's hard to make too many judgments because it was just cinematic. It gave like hints of what the gameplay is going to be like. But uh, for now, we'll just kind of have to speculate. I think between Starfield and this, Microsoft is very much making it apparent their acquisition of bethesda was for the sake of exclusives you know there was a lot of speculation that oh well you know they'll still make money if they sell it on playstation maybe they'll keep it on other platforms nope the two biggest bethesda games coming out within the next year and a half are going to be only on xbox and pc so i think the game looked pretty nice how about you yeah, I mean, I think it was, I don't know if, like, the proof of concept was strong enough for me. Um, like, I saw, like, the characters were fun, and they had nice designs, and, like, okay, we're fighting vampires, and it's multiplayer co-op, but, like, what is, like, the, per like, is it gonna be, I don't know, I just wish, I don't know, sometimes with games like this, I'm like, just, like, show me gameplay, show me, like, 
before you do a cinematic because sometimes a cinematic just doesn't like capture me. You know what I mean? I am with you for sure. I did. I did think it looked fun. And I, well, like I said, I really like the characters and the design. So it's definitely something to like keep an eye on. I just kind of feel like, I don't know. Sometimes they just like get really excited. I don't know why this, I don't know. Maybe I'm being overly critical, but I felt like this was kind of a weird thing to be like one more thing. Oh no, I'm with you you on that. When they, they said one more thing, the... I had much different expectations. Right. And, at, you know, they snuck in at the end. We're like, oh, we're, yeah, we're totally working on the next Elder Scrolls game. And we're uh, totally doing. Yeah, we're totally doing all that. But we're not going to. I mean, it doesn't count just, if you just yeah. say it. <laughs> right. It's like, what does that even mean? You know, you, you guys are in pre-production. I don't know. But it did not. It didn't feel like a one more thing to me. No, not it's, at all. the last 20 minutes of this show like we've been selling it really highly because it was a good show and um you know they opened super strong with starfield and a bunch of other uh games that they rushed through not rushed like not enough time just you know not overstaying any welcomes and then the last 20 minutes they were like okay okay now we're gonna hit the brakes at oh accidental pun we're gonna hit the brakes and talk (laughs) about the striving game for 15 minutes and then we're like okay and then they're like okay now we're done and i'm like wait what and they're like but we have one more thing and it was a cinematic for a new ip which arcane is pretty you know they have a good track record i personally don't think new ips should be announced with cinematics i think the whole point of a new ip is it's unproven and i want to know how it's gonna play you know yes But, but, but we have one more thing to tell you. <gasps> Did we say that was the last thing? We lied. Because there was one more thing, more exciting than every announcement in the show, combined. <laughs> one more thing we want to tell you about. And this and happened that is? after they closed the show. That's the best part. It was over. And then they did this. They said, hey, gamers, <laughs> do you want a mini fridge for all your monster energy drinks and chicken tendies? Well, guess what? We have a mini fridge based on your favorite gaming console, the Series X. And it's coming out this year. <laughs> Mic drop. Boom. We'll see you guys next year. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> it lit- It sounds like you're making uh, an elaborate joke, but that's literally how they ended Nintendo. Or Nintendo. <laughs> that's how they ended Microsoft E3 2021. Not a video game. A fridge. I understand being in tune with meme culture, you know, like, haha, we we hear you, kiddos. But what a strange way to close it out. Yeah. I'm not complaining. All the sh- it was a very very good show, but what a goofy ending. I know, like, really, guys. <laughs> the fridge. Thanks. Thanks for the fridge. Uh. Final thought. Do you have any thoughts on the, the show overall since that was the last announcement? Um, I thought it was a good show. Uh, I feel like the energy was really high right up until the end, kind of like we were saying. Um, I kind of wish sometimes that we didn't hear about games that weren't like even ready to show. Yeah. Um. And I feel like it got kind of weird towards the end. Like, why did we spend 20 minutes talking about Forza? Why was the one more thing in the IP? Just sort of the complaints that we've had. But I think overall it's very, um, the future is looking very good for Microsoft and Bethesda by that extension. And I'm excited for Starfield. And I'm excited to see how the year progresses for them. And next year, leading into next year. Um, this isn't scripted, but what what's your number one favorite thing that was shown off in this show? Hmm. I'm actually really. This might be a little bit strange, um, but I'm I'm actually really excited about that pixel art game replaced. That's I thought it was completely really fair. beautiful to look at. I'm excited about Outer Worlds too because I really like that game, mm-hmm. the first game. Um, and 
I want to say I'm excited for Starfield, but I just can't feel that way yet. Yeah. I just can't. What about you? Uh, I think my favorite looking game was Somerville, the Playdead game. Not by Playdead, but Somerville, the game by Playdead Devs. Mm -hmm. um, and then, honestly, Atomic Heart, that surrealist first person game. I know very little, but that trailer really did sell me. Uh, yeah. And then I'm kind of with you. Replaced look pretty stunning. So it's funny that like in this AAA conference, both of our favorite games, except for Starfield, were like smaller projects, you know, like they mm -hmm. really just the smaller projects really shined through in this one. Good on Microsoft for giving them as much time as they did. I agree. So, well, that's that's been part one of our E3 special. We got another part coming to you. We got to cover Ubisoft conference we gotta cover devolver digital square enix and then of course i would say potentially the biggest show of the conference nintendo i hope you're excited are you excited kelly i'm excited are you excited andrew i'm shaking in my boots oh my god not the boots <laughs> thanks everybody for tuning in we will see you again very soon for our second part of our e3 special Thanks for tuning in. Woo!